Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm really excited because I have been running this class online for the past month, and it's been getting really good reviews and feedback, and I just decided that I was going to hop on here and do three episodes about this topic of overwhelm and basically give the class here because I think this is such a powerful message for women to hear, and especially at this time of year where we're transitioning back into the school year. Though if you're listening to this later, I feel like, I don't know, we always feel overwhelmed. There's always little changes that are happening and overwhelm is always creeping up. And what we're going to talk about today is how to ditch overwhelm and really get more done, but with more ease. And I think this is just such an important topic. Now, I've pinpointed that there's different levels to this. We're all at different places. So I've created three separate episodes, three separate mini classes, because I feel like this is sort of like layers of an onion that we're peeling away. And what I found in my own life is that I like to think about this information over and over again, and that it's different in different aspects of my life. So for me, for example, food is like totally manageable at this point. Like it doesn't overwhelm me so much. My business and money that can overwhelm me a little bit more. So I'm at different points in this process, which with each of those areas of my life. So know that this could pertain differently to different areas of your life, if that makes sense. And so I really don't think that this is something that ever goes away. This is always work that can be done. And as you know, I hugely believe in the process of planning and the process of writing things down. So with these episodes, I have created or partnered them with some of our planning sheets. And I really recommend you going and downloading those planning sheets, which you can get to in the show notes so that you can do some of this work. You could also listen and do some of it in your journal, but the planning sheets are just there to make the process easier for you and really guide you through it. Okay. So let's start with the first part of overwhelm. And here's the thing that I need you to hear. Overwhelm does not happen because our to-do lists are miles long. Our to-do lists are always going to be miles long. Well, if your to-do list is miles long today, it will probably always be miles long. That's just simply the way that you process what you need to do. So don't get overwhelmed by that because there's a simple reason for why you're feeling overwhelmed. Overwhelm happens when what we're doing, what we're choosing to check off from our to-do list differs dramatically from what our heart knows will lead us to our ideal life. Do you get that? So 
Overwhelm happens when what we're choosing to check off from our to-do list differs dramatically from what our heart knows will lead us to our ideal life. This is really important for us to get. So let me give you an example. And this is one that I hear a lot from clients and have definitely experienced. I don't have time to exercise. It might be, I can't find a consistent time to exercise. I'm always in my car driving the kids around to their things, to soccer, to ballet, to play dates. There's just no time. I'm exhausted by the time I have time to exercise. So the interesting thing about this is that you're bringing up the fact that you want to exercise. And so to me, this is a sign that your body literally knows that it needs to move. It really understands that exercise will help you be your best, yet you're paying attention to all the little things that you added to your to-do list because mostly because you thought you had to, right? If exercise was really that important, you'd make the time to do it. And when we're in this state of overwhelm and we can't see that, what I was finding was I would be telling my clients things like, let me connect you to these people. I have this real good friend named Diamond Well, who's been on this podcast. I'll link to that in the show notes. And he is awesome at giving 20 minute home workouts that kick your butt and you can do before the kids wake up in the morning on your porch. I've also interviewed and I'm friends with Catherine Basu and she's a running coach and she has a whole business around personal trainers that you can work with from your iPad or from your phone. And I've done it before and it literally feels like they're coming through the screen. It's truly amazing, but you can still raise obstacles like I don't understand that technology or I can't download the sheet that has the thing or I'm not having access to YouTube right now. It doesn't matter that I'm connecting you to these solutions that could really help you in a limited amount of time because your obstacles are driven by overwhelm. They're driven by the things you think your mind is telling you that you think you should be doing, not by there actually being a way to make it easier. And the second that you want to do something badly enough you can hear me about Di, you can hear me about Catherine, and all these things just sort of come together in an easy manner. So your overwhelm triggers might be totally different. It might be that you're always tired and you can't sleep. It might be that you're always with kids so you can't get your work done. It might be that there's never enough time to make healthy dinners and that just drives you crazy. Or it might be that you're always working. This is the opposite of the the first one, you're always working. So you feel like your family and home life are falling apart. You see how this pattern works. And so what I found over and over again, working with women is that we can only change our habits when we start to change our perception of time and the perceived limits that time brings into our lives. So I want to offer you three ideas and some tools that go with each idea that might help, that might help you move to the other side of this overwhelm. So here we go. And before we do that, though, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I just, for anyone who's new here or doesn't know me that well, I'm just quickly going to tell you a little bit about my big obstacle 10 years ago, just so you know where this is coming from a little bit more. So 10 years ago, 
I thought I had the perfect life on paper, but what I couldn't figure out and the perfect life on paper was basically I had all the things I checked off all the major boxes that I thought I wanted, including having three kids, um, space two years apart. So at the time they were all, I had three kids, five and under, it was a little crazy and I was exhausted and I was very overwhelmed and I ended up in a total breakdown moment. You don't have to. And I was able to pinpoint in that moment that I was 65 pounds heavier than I had ever been. And this moment happened at the sort of end of a day. I feel like it was closer to three than to five. And I had looked across my desk and seen this stack of coffee cups, all of which I had left the office to go purchase and drink. So I had a lot of caffeine in me and I'd spent a lot of money and I was exhausted. It didn't seem to work. And I was really operating in survival mode. And I always felt short on energy and time. And I was really at my wits end by the time I got home to the my dream, like I was arriving home to my dream, these three kids, my husband, our amazing apartment. And I was supposed to get dinner on the table in that moment. And I don't know, it just wasn't, wasn't feeling very good. And so one day when I was seeing this huge stack of coffee cups on my desk, I really knew, I knew in my heart that I needed to change and I made the choice to feel great. And for a brief moment, when I made that choice, I believed that it was possible. And it was really that belief, that moment of clarity that I had to recall over and over and over and over again um, over the next couple of months. Because what happened is every time I really believed it was possible, I would find support for the next step. And I really took action one doable change at a time, and it felt really good. And I now feel like I have the tools to be the best I can be in every one of my roles every day. And it all really started with understanding what it really was that I wanted, what it, how I really wanted to feel. So that leads me to step one for you. When you know what you want, you can choose things on your list that align with what you want and say no to what is totally misaligned. So the first idea that I want to share with you is really to know what you want. And it might seem like you have to wait sometimes. One of the tools that I want to share with you is this idea of a 10-year vision. And I really want you to get clear on what it is that you want 10 years from now. What would life look like? What would a day look like 10 years from now? And again, I have a worksheet on this or a planning sheet where you can answer all the questions. But what would life look like 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years from now? We don't want 10 years ago. We want 10 years from now. And just get really clear on it. Another thing is to get really clear. And have you noticed that part of this is clarity? <laughs> A big part of this is just getting clear. So getting clear on what you want 10 years from now. And then getting clear today on 
what your family values are. I got really clear on my family values, my own values, my spouse's values, and what we really could believe together. And what happens is when you get really clear on what you want and what your values are, they, these things really help you make decisions about what you're going to take and what you're going to leave, like what ends up on your list. And so go download those planning sheets because this is super powerful work, okay? And what you're going to start to figure out is and ask yourself is what will it feel like when you get what you want? And you can almost play a game if you start to really imagine what it will feel like when you get what you want. You can almost treat this like the imaginary play that you did when you were young. Maybe you haven't exercised your imaginary play in a long time or you dread when your kid asks you to come you know, into the room and, and play a game. But this is a really, really great way to get to the other side of overwhelm. And you start to imagine, you start to see yourself living the life you want. And again, this starts on paper and then this moves into your head. And you start to create symbols that will remind you of this way so that you can recall it more and more frequently. So it might be that there's a word that comes to mind when you're really recalling what it is that you want your life to be like, or a smell or a memory or a picture. And we can start to feel the finished result before we even experience it. And that can really help us stay the result to get there. People ask me all the time because my first big shift when I did this work 10 years ago was I, I I lost a lot of weight. I, my energy, my overwhelm, I realized was being reflected in my body. And I had found myself really 85 pounds heavier than I had ever been before I had kids. And, you know, at the time my youngest was just turning one. So I had been nursing or pregnant for quite some time. And I had been using that as a little bit of excuse And when I really sort of started imagining life and my energy and, and, and imagining what it would be like, those steps, just the next step kept unfolding. And I, I tell people all the time that the weight just melted away. But the thing is, is it probably took a couple of months, right? It was 85 pounds, but I started feeling really good, really fast like I was the person that I would be after that weight had gone away. Does that make sense? And it really helped me show up in a very calm, not overwhelmed manner. So try writing out what you want as if it's already happened. I exercise daily and I have so much energy. We enjoy healthy, delicious dinners every night and feel nourished by the food and the connection. Now, you might not always feel that every day, but if you are constantly recalling and and imagining what that will feel like, you're more likely to do little things during dinner that will make you feel this way. So whatever your vision is, just write it out and write it out like it's a done deal and really start to imagine it in that light and watch what kind of choices you make. Watch how you start to feel about this this life that you're creating, okay? So that's idea number one. And go get all the sheets that go with that. And that will really, really help to start to shift 
how you're dealing with overwhelm, how you're feeling, and really start to make that feeling just just fizzle away. Okay, here's the second idea about ending overwhelm. Another thing that we can start to do is to understand and learn and honor our different cycles. So we can understand and learn, but then we really have to honor um, because understanding and learning isn't enough, our cycles. And here's the deal. We are expected or we think we're expected to live in this go, go, go environment. We're always doing, we're always being productive, but we don't really work that way as women. And so I want you to think a little bit about natural cycles, the cycles that are really part of, of how we operate as women. And this is the seasons, right? Fall, winter, spring, summer. Think of how your personality, your energy is different in the seasons. And then think about your menstrual cycle. There's literally different energies to different times of the year, different times of the months, different times of the week, even different times of the day. And when you start to recognize these energy levels and work with them, you can start to feel a lot less overwhelmed and you will actually start to get more done. And this process really starts by playing detective because you need to understand these cycles. Now, you can play dis- detective by sitting at your desk and thinking retrospectively this isn't this doesn't have to take long. But I really start to take notes. Take notes in your journal, take notes in your planner about your energy levels and what your body is craving at different times. And then start to notice imposed schedules. So we have these natural cycles, but then there's these imposed cycles. And these are things like the school year, right? That is a time when all of a sudden we're all supposed to be productive. And then in the summer, we all get to relax. And what I find is very often, that's not what really feels true. I've had summers where I really want to relax and there's lots of Septembers where I totally feel like I just want to get going. But there have been summers actually like this one where I've really just wanted to get stuff done. And, but all outside forces are telling me I should want to be on a beach. Does that make sense? I'll never forget the year that I read the Marie Kondo book. And we were on a 10-day vacation at the beach with my family, with my parents, and my brothers were there, and I had all the kids. And I was sitting on the beach just flipping through, reading this book voraciously. I just loved all of her ideas. And, you know, I had fun that day. I went swimming. I did stuff. But I got through the whole book. And at the end of the day, I looked my husband in the eye, and I was like, I have to go home. I just need to go home for 24 hours and I promise I'll be back, but I need to go take care of this. And I literally went home and I took all the clothes that belonged to me from everywhere in the house, from bins in the basement, bins in the attic, from my closet, from the coat closet, like everywhere. And I did exactly what she said. I put them on my bed and I went through them and I think I stayed up the whole night. Like it literally took, you know, 24 hours. And then the next day I got what needed to get out of the house. I mean, it was absurd what was in here. And I went back and I felt so good. But if I had stayed on the beach, I would have been the most miserable person ever. So I was so glad that I honored that desire. Does that make sense? So some of these things are imposed, like the school year and summer. Weekdays versus weekends. If you're a mama entrepreneur 
and you have little kids and you're really working during nap times and when you have help and all those things, sometimes your most productive day might be Sunday when family's around to help you and you know, you can actually have four hours in a row to be your best creative self. Yet, you know, our society and our stories tell us that that should be our family day when actually we're always having family days because we're moms. So this is where we sort of have to play detective and just understand how these imposed um, rhythms might be affecting us. Holidays. Holidays can do this too. So think about what works best for you and how you can adapt these different cycles to the life that you have decided you wanted to lead by doing that first exercise, which is your 10-year vision. So as you can see, these are sort of working in, in steps. Um, you can start to understand your cycles before you do your 10-year vision, but it will really become powerful when you know what you want and you see the best way toward that. And you can start to understand how that might be different than what you thought it would be. Okay. So then the third idea I want to leave with you today is to really know your why. You're going to feel really ready to make the big changes that you're saving for tomorrow or till after motherhood. And this is good. It's good to feel really ready because you need to have this passion and this conviction when you're balancing all the things that we balance. And this idea, this passion, this conviction, this deep want to move forward in this life that we want to create this is what I would call your why. And you might have heard other people talk about this before. And I'll link to a great TED talk about this that's sort of a little bit more related to marketing and work. But if you haven't listened to Simon Sinek's talk on, on your why, you totally should. But making change, making change does feel hard or it can feel hard. And there's so many things in our lives that we just talked about with these different cycles that can pull us away from what we want. And obviously that's why you're here and still listening. But if you have a clear and compelling why, it can start to pull you forward, which is such a better energy than feeling pushed. So when I wanted to lose weight, I really needed more than a surface answer. So I kept asking why until I found something that really, really resonated and motivated me. So I would ask, you know, why do I want to lose the weight? And the answer was, well, I feel really uncomfortable in my clothes and they don't fit. And the truth was probably my first answer was I really want to look good. And then I would say, well, why do I want to feel good in my clothes? Because I know my body is getting in the way of how I show up in the world and to my kids. Why do I want to show up for my kids and for the world? Because I have gifts and I'm meant to share them and I'm meant to share them with my kids and with the world and I need more energy and clarity to share them. So do you see how it goes from how you look in the mirror to how you feel in your clothes to really wanting to make an impact in the world? And I can tell you that making an impact in the world is feels much more meaningful when you're choosing whether to have, um, you know, a salad or a big bowl of pasta for lunch. 
So keep digging to find your why and then write it down. Okay. Your why can literally give you such good momentum. And then in the next episode, we're going to keep going because as you get the momentum from the three things we talked about here, so as you get the momentum from your 10-year plan, as you get momentum from really getting clarity on your values and starting to imagine how those things are going to look in your life, as you start to get momentum from really understanding your cycles and the cycles that might be a little bit imposed upon you, and as you start to get momentum from this really deep belief of your why, you're still going to be part of your life. So you might hit a snag. And for me, um, not knowing how to feed my kids and myself ended up being my big snag. And it might be that you have to work on a goal or a kid gets sick and you just can't figure out how to get through that day, or you have a food goal and you go on vacation, but knowing your why can really help you navigate through these times, um, or, you know, pick things back up again after the sick kid day or after the family vacation. It literally, these, these things kind of give you that, that platform or that net that can really catch you. Um, if you can keep that momentum to moving forward. So we're going to get more into this in the next episode. Um, and I'm going to leave you with three doable changes because that is what we always do here. All right. But before we dive into those, I just wanted to personally invite you in to flow 365. If you haven't heard about it yet, that is my year long program. It's pretty much we've simplified our business that this is what we're going to offer. Um, the doors are not always open, but as this podcast is live, the doors are open and it is amazing to see what happens when you start to dive into this work of asking these big questions and then week after week after week, really living into the life that you said you wanted to lead. And that is what we're doing in Flow 365. We are spending a year together, um, really focused on getting done things that we said we wanted to get done and not letting all the things around us get in the way. And we do this by following this flow planning process, understanding what it is that we want and really narrowing down what that means for the next 90 days and then flowing that forward and being like, okay, if I want this for the next 90 days, then what am I going to do this month? What am I going to do this week? And what am I going to do today? And we do this in a container with other women doing the exact same work. And it is just so amazing to see what happens, how women are flourishing, how things can happen so much faster than they thought they would, or how we can really navigate situations that might have really put life on hold for a long time in this past year of the last cohort, you know, all sorts of things have happened. People have moved, people have gotten sick, family members have passed away and all these things happen to us yet we can still lean into this life we want to create. We can still navigate around that and show up to our life in a way that is really beautiful and holistic and healthy and joyful. And that is what this is about. And I find that 
mostly we're getting pulled out of those things we want by these endless to-do lists like we were talked about here. And just having this system for really plugging into, but also you know, having some accountability to show up to it is so, so super helpful. So if you go to plansimple.com slash flow365, you can read all about this experience. I'll tell you little bits about it as we go through this series. But if you're in a phase where you just want to get out of this overwhelm, you just want to be able to show up for your life and your biggest obstacle feels like all the things that you're juggling and kids feel like they're a big part of that, this might just be the perfect thing for you. Now, this whole process is really about the showing up piece and the planning piece. And I created it at a price point where I think it goes fabulously alongside other things. So if you're working with a health coach, if you're working with a personal trainer, if you're working with a business coach to build a business, this is kind of like your insurance that you're going to show up to your life. If you've created your 10-year plan and you love what you've created, but you have no idea how to get there, this becomes your insurance. So go check it out. Um, I love fielding questions and the doors are open for a little bit and then we jump into the transition into this school year and we really hunker down on creating amazing lives. So the time to join is now. There's some amazing bonuses being offered. Um, if you're listening to this in real time, I recently announced that we're going to do a live event in New Orleans in the spring of 2020. So go look into that. So let's get back to what you can do this week to really start to end your overwhelm. And this is the part of every episode where I dive into three doable changes that you could do. Now, I'm going to share three, and I've shared a lot of things that you could do. And if you were following this like a class, then maybe you would make the time to do all of them. But the reason I always share three doable changes is because any movement ends up turning into momentum. Any small thing that you do can really start to change your life. So I choose three because different things are going to resonate with different people. But even if you just took one of these things and really committed to it for the week, really fit it into your life, I can promise you will experience some shift in how you feel, how you're showing up in your energy, in in the whole thing, which is so, so important. Okay. So number one is just get clear on your values. Take some time to get clear on your personal and your family values. These can be a great guide when it comes to deciding what stays and what goes on your to-do list. And I can tell you that overwhelm very often comes from not deciding. So having this test of what is a yes and what is a no based on your values can be so helpful because then you've decided and that just shifts that feeling of overwhelm into something different and much more wonderful. So once you are clear, look at your list for the day or the week and then you can start to get rid of things that don't align in those values with those values. So the first thing is to make time to get clear on those values and the second thing then is to use that list to or use that list, use your value list to really edit your to-do list. Does that make sense? Okay. So doable change number 1 is get clear on your values. 
Duple change number two is start to notice your energy. Your energy changes throughout the day. It changes throughout your cycle every month. It changes throughout the different seasons of your year. So planning based on your own energy cycles is really smart. But the first step to doing so is to really start to notice your own energy patterns. I spent a long time Googling energy and trying to see if somebody had the answer to when I would feel tired, when I would feel energy, when I would want to eat this, when I would want to eat that based on cycles. And the thing is, is that I had to notice my own energy and I have to do this kind of frequently because it changes. It changes with age. It changes with kids. It changes with a lot of different variables. So this is a good practice to get into and just notice your energy throughout the day and start to think, are there times when you have more energy or you feel more creative or more contemplative? That word was hard to get out. Are there specific routines or activities that drain you? How does your energy feel at different days of the week? Where are you in your cycle today? And what is that? How might that be affecting how you're feeling? Start to notice these things and track your energy to see what you can learn about your own rhythms. And as you start to see patterns, you can also start to adjust your planning, what you're doing. Okay. That was doable change number two, and that's a big one, but don't let that overwhelm you. That's why you would just choose that one to tackle this week. Okay, so number two is really set and commit to your why. Dig deep, ask yourself lots of questions. Keep asking why over and over again until you get to that thing that really feels like it could pull you forward. And then write it on a sticky note and put it someplace that you can see it always, because that will really help motivate you to show up, to do the things that you said you're going to do, that you said you wanted to do. You want to have connecting dinners with your family, and all of a sudden you feel like you're um, knee deep in in Facebook and and being distracted. You see that post-it, you shift your behavior. Does that make sense? All right. Those are my three doable changes. Those were all my suggestions around the first, that first layer of the onion of getting out of overwhelm. Go check out Flow 365. I'm super excited for this next cohort that's coming together. All the women who did it last year are doing it again. This work is powerful. It's important. And we really deserve to do it as moms taken on the world. All right. I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.